We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Jeff Erickson here. Today is Wednesday, October 14th. And my guest co-host is my friend Matt Modica. Many of you who play the NFPC and the NFFC know him quite well. You can follow him on Twitter at CTM Baseball. Matt, welcome to the show. What's going on? How are you doing? Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, sorry I didn't get to see you in Arizona this year, but hopefully we'll be back next year. Yeah, a lot time. of those hopefully be back, including uh, in March for the NFPC. They announced their dates for the live events. So, hey, knock on wood, hopefully we get to do them now. Yeah, I believe that's going to happen. I uh, rebooked my flight, uh, got my room, and the rates were actually really good for the room. So if anybody's interested, I'd look now. And, you know, I'm hoping everything's going to be fine come uh, March. Yeah. Uh, knock on wood. Knock, I'm actually physically knocking on that tape. I'm hoping <laughs> that happens. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about. Let's jump right into the news. Uh, start off, woke up this morning, found out that Melvin Gordon had been arrested for a DUI. Uh, he and speeding by like 30 miles over the speed limit probably is how he got caught in the first place. Uh, he met with coach Vic Fangio and then was sent home, did not practice today. Uh, they play the Pats on Sunday. Keep in mind, this is a makeup uh, of last week's COVID cancellation. So, uh, they've, he's had plenty of, and they played on a Thursday before that. So, you know, whatever net, you know, knocks and bumps he had, he plenty of time to recover. In fact, 
Denver seems to be getting healthier as a whole, but they might not have Gordon this week. Yeah, and uh, for those of us, including myself, in in at least a couple of leagues, if not more, Philip Lindsay's been someone that you know pretty much haven't been able to use, and um, you know. For the fantasy side, I'm hoping that I can insert him this week and good things could happen. As far as Melvin Gordon goes, I'm you know happy no one was hurt and all that. And you know, hopefully that situation will work itself out. Right. So I think the big question is how much confidence would we have in Philip Lindsay, say if Gordon doesn't play? You know, Pats aren't exactly an easy matchup. I think you probably can run the ball against him, but it's not great. Uh I, I right now I've got him at 32, but this is prior to the the Gordon news. You know, I thought he'd still. I thought regardless he'd be active. I thought he'd be part of it. Now, if he's a, you know, he probably won't be the sole guy. Sole guy. Royce Freeman will probably get some work too. I'd probably put him up, up around 20 or so. Does that sound reasonable to you? Yeah, no, he's probably in that like low end uh, RB two. Uh, with some upside. I mean, just if if he gets the receptions uh, fully healthy, we've seen what he can do with the ball in his hands. Uh, I have a couple of situations where I have to decide between him or James White. Uh, both of the guys are were targets of mine. You know, get that one running back at least. Or sometimes you got the two. But if you didn't, you know, I doubled up there. So that'll be interesting come Sunday, you know, with that matchup. But I, I think Lindsay is going to have to catch some passes here and, you know, sustain some drives for them and stuff. So the Gordon situation, you know, uh, just looking at it on the fantasy side does add a positive to Philip Lindsay. It does. It, it, it does. Uh, I, yeah. And he check in your thinner leagues, probably in the NFFC he's gone, but you know, you never know. Someone might've gotten impatient. Uh, although chances are, if someone got impatient, someone else snatched him up in, mm-hmm. in, in the inter- in the ensuing week. But something to check on there uh, and see if he's available. And you know, your twelve team leagues with five man benches, he might actually be out there. And you know, you might be hurting this week. We got four teams on by, some good teams on by too. Uh, mm-hmm. No Seattle, no New Orleans, no Alvin Kamara for you this week. No, uh, no, no, uh, Josh Jacobs for me. Uh, no, no DK Metcalf for me for that matter either. Uh, no Chargers either. So uh, a very uh, important bye week. So you know, finding these scraps are important. Uh, Dalvin Cook been a, a diagnosed with an adductor strain. We talked to Stefania Bell on uh, from ESPN on the, our Sirius XM show today. She doesn't think he's going to be able to play. I, I, I tend to agree with that. Uh, Madison, I think the question is, does he catch passes too? Uh, or do they, they intersperse someone like Amir Abdullah in passing downs? Uh, I've got him top five among my running backs this week. Look, this is, uh, this is the opportunity that you've been waiting. If he's been on your bench or if you've had the handcuff, I know some people swear by the handcuff. Some people don't. I do it in, with certain running backs. And Madison is a guy. I mean, pretty much for me, uh, I have some Tony Pollard, and yep. it was either Pollard or Madison at that spot. You had to choose one. Uh, so, you know, if you are a Dalvin Cook owner and you have him, you're just going to insert him and, you know, hopefully you got smooth sailing this week and, you know, you're not going to take too much of a hit from where you were. Uh, I mean, 
I, I think they have to. I mean, if I were them, why not give him the week? They got the bye coming up. It, it would make too much sense. You have a guy that can do the job. Right. Mike Zimmer tried to kind of play a little coy, saying he hasn't ruled him <laughs> out yet. But Cook did not. Uh, it, Cook did not practice today. I think it's pretty clear he's not going to be uh, doing a whole lot this week. So uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. But color me skeptical on uh, Cook at all. Uh, yeah, roll with him. Meanwhile, Christian McCaffrey did not practice today. Mike Davis, if you if you landed him in free agency, he's been mm-hmm. a stud for you. It looks like you got another week with him. Although facing the Bears is not a great. It's actually it's not that bad of a matchup. I vividly recall Roquan Smith still missing Ronald Jones every time he had a chance to tackle him. So maybe Davis still is up for a pretty big game this week. Look, I mean, he's just he's you know it's it's been a fantastic filling. <laughs> That's really all I can say. And I mean, Carolina just signed him. I I think you're rolling him out. You got him. I. I'm not putting him down. I don't care what the matchup is. He's if if uh, if McCaffrey's not going, he's just been too good. Yep, yep. And Carolina, I mean, McCaffrey's theirs for the long term. He's mm-hmm. you know you paid for him. Don't break him. You know, he might as well take the extra week to make sure he comes back. And I think they've proven too that they can win. You know, they can win without him. I, they'd prefer not to, but it also shows that hey, we don't have to panic. We don't have to rush him back. Uh, we can get by. So. Uh, I actually like Carolina this week beating the Bears. Yeah, I mean, the Bears, I mean, I, I, what a d- disaster for that franchise. I mean, that GM, I mean, the, the bright spot was Nick Foles coming in and, you know, at least Allen Robinson's, you know, getting the love he deserves. But right. They're the least respected 4 and one team I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's a paper tiger. Yeah, it I, really I agree is. with that. Um, it's a more like a cuddly bear than a grizzly bear but uh, we'll see boy I'm, I'm jim coventry i'm glad i'm not doing this well, podcast with jim he's tearing me apart the bears, uh i don't know if you had it for later but it seems like the trendy spot and people are saying i don't know if it was barnwell who said it so a couple of the other people Le'Veon bell possibly landing there yeah i could see it and yeah let, let's let's talk left bell so uh, it's you know it handled it as smoothly as you would expect by the jets uh, you know, they let it leak that they're trying to trade him, and then like eight hours later, oh, sorry, we've released him. Obviously, they 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 everyone they called would laughed at him, especially uh, perhaps for the asking price, uh, or maybe they just wanted to get rid of him. Uh, you know, there. I, I will say I like Lev Bell, and we all hate Adam Gaze. I think that that's pretty easy to say. There's probably some, where there's some smoke, there's some fire there too, though, with Bell that he's probably a pain in the butt to deal with. Uh, e- I got a worker. May be worth it to have him, but he's probably a pain. Yeah, I think you're a team that you got to. Uh, you have to need him, and you have to have uh, uh, playoff aspirations where he can help you. It's not a situation where you're going to take him on if you're if if you're just you know building for the future, Chris. I honestly, I, I think that's a that's a snapshot of a player who ruined a fantastic career. It wasn't like he went out and made tons more money after sitting out that season and he was in a perfect spot. It's, 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 it's kind of tragic in my opinion. It is. It is. Uh, I mean, from the moment he signed with the jets, it just wasn't working. You know, as soon as gays got hired by the jets, that made it worse. You know, he made it clear that he wouldn't have made that signing. They got the GM fired who signed him. I mean, it, this was this was a match made in hell, and 
and here we are, it, it ends. So even if he signs this week, chances are he's not going to be heavily involved in the offense that first week with the team wherever he signs. And he may not sign this week either. So I, I kind of buried him at the bottom of my rankings, above just above the injured guys. Uh, but, yeah, we'll see. I think it's – say if he signs today, it's going to be like Leonard Fournette in week one where he's learning the offense. It's going to take a while. Yeah, no, I, I think if you own uh, Lev Bell – you're just hoping for the optimal landing spot, and I can't see how you play him this week. I mean, you'd have to be in a situation where, you know, you pretty much your running backs are on buys or injured. Right. Speaking of uh, Fournette, though, how about Rojo? Uh, looking good on Thursday night against the Bears. Mostly looking good against the Chargers, although he had a couple of drops. Yeah. Does he hold on to the job, or do they go back to a timeshare? You know what? I don't really know what to make out of this. I think I have one Leonard Fournette share, and that was like in the middle of the fifth round. I I took him, and you know he had that one good game. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, look, Rojo, he gets you know he's getting the love from the coach, and he looked good against the Bears, like you said. It's just a situation that I mean, I would give him the inside track going forward, obviously but not one that I'm enamored with. For sure. I get it. I get all the reasons. And, you know, just just start with the coach. I mean, it's so mm-hmm. hard to trust him. He, he he benches guys, not maybe not on a whim, but uh, for reasons that we wouldn't think they, they should be benched. Uh, and so that makes it harder to trust. And certain guys get that treatment and others don't. So I do have him on my primetime team. Uh, I, the price was right. I think it was like eighth or ninth round. Uh, so it's like, sure, okay. And, now I'm kind of use. I got to use him this week. I you know I don't have uh, I, I don't have Jacob, so I have to kind of go with him. So we'll see. Knock on wood again. Second knocking of wood already in this. Podcast, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, big matchup too. The Battle of the Bays, Green Bay, Tampa Bay. What do you make out of that game? Look, I mean, I'm. I'm I'll be straight honest. I'm hoping Aaron Jones goes off. He's on. He's on that primetime team. Uh, Andy Jackson and I have. Uh, we were able to weather the storm this past weekend without him. We put up 180, and you know, a guy like J.D. McKissick came in and put like 10 and a half points, 11 points up, and that's what you kind of need. And your know, other guys got to produce. But I, I mean, I'm going to give the, you know. Rogers seems to be on a bit of a mission here, and I'm I'm still skeptical of Green Bay as well. But I I, I like what they've done so far, so I'm going to give them a little advantage. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, boy, you did really have you did come through. I screwed up this past week, and if you, I don't know if you listened to the show or list threw me under the bus, but I have two defenses. They were playing each other last weekend, except they weren't playing. I had uh-huh. New England and Denver because I had I streamed Denver for that Jets game. Yes, uh, and then I, I had a brain fart. I didn't drop them and stream anyone. But you know, I, as of Saturday night, they were playing still too. I just I think I learned a lesson though. If you're going to carry two defenses, and you should, then you probably make you need to make sure they're not playing each other. In the COVID era, we need to you need to be on top of that sort of thing. So I will stream a defense yes. this week. And real quick, with the COVID era, everybody knew what they were getting into yeah. with the football. The, the rules was stated ahead of time. Look, it's a headache. It's horrible. It's not fun. I didn't, you know, baseball, I, I, I drafted my last draft on April 15th. 
And I really didn't pay attention to anything for three months. And then it came back, and I still wasn't sure baseball was going to be playing. But if you sign up to play it, you really can't bitch and moan about the stuff because you knew what you were getting into. That's basically my point. And I was not of the legions of people begging for a a third fab period. I I made a mistake. You move on. And look, we we all do. Sometimes, you know, things just, you're like, how the hell did I miss that? And it it happens. Yep, exactly. As soon as that announcement came, I, I scrambled like, Oh, my other defense is Denver. Oh, that's the league. Oh, I have those too. It happens, but uh, yeah, it won't happen again. That, uh, that's one I'm thing. Sure about that. <laughs> and and the thing is, Greg, because we've seen the contrast. I have a Yahoo league. I have three leagues on Yahoo, and we do a lot of business with them, and we're they're great partners. They made a decision to push back the Tuesday night Fab to Wednesday night. You know, I I, I don't think you should be doing that. But at least, I, I think it was at least it was uniform across their leagues, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I and I, under, I understand why they did it, but I, I wouldn't have done it that way. And you know, Greg has been very forthright. He's like, I can't make in season changes like that. I just can't. And he's one hundred percent right. He's one hundred percent right. Yep. And so, I, good on him. And I, and I listened to this. I was off on Monday, so I listened to the segment he did with uh, listen Joe Bartle, and. I think his his logic was very persuasive. Plus, I mean, you keep making all these changes and you're constantly on call. You can't do that. So I, I'm on board with uh, his decision making process in a national contest. It's different in your home league. I mean, you can yes. you can manage to say he, if he doesn't play, this is my replacement, uh, or you can you know you can have first come first serve a lot easier. You can't do that in a national contest. Yeah, too that's many, the, too many the one thing that. Happen. One thing that I've done to make it easier is basically it's pretty much strictly now going to be NFBC, NFFC. I do my one uh, home league in Staten Island with some friends I get to see once a year and hang out and have a fun night. But, I mean, otherwise, I just keep it this way. It's less headaches, less sights, and, you know, yeah. I'm not trying to kill any sights or say anything bad about it. It's just what I prefer. That's yeah. all. It's just, my, it's just my personal preference, and everything's uniform, and everything's in order. That's right. Hey, uh, let's talk a little Buffalo and Tennessee. And I know it's a sore <laughs> subject because you're a Buffalo guy, right? Uh, I think the Titans just scored again. Yeah, I think they did. I think, uh, oh, boy, you know, they, they missed Tredavious White in so many different ways in that yeah. game. Uh, it, that was tough. It was tough to watch Josh Norman. Uh, I think he just got up from that toss. Uh, so, you know, because he, he, he exited the uh, universe for a little bit and then came back in. Reentry was a little tricky, but uh, wow. Uh, I think I'd kind of do that, treat that as a one-off, except now they have to turn around and face the Chiefs. I mean, it, that's a, that's a tough one-two combo. Yeah, and it's, you know, they get two games on, uh, you know, two national games that I've been waiting for for so long. And now all of a sudden it's, you know, after getting given up 40 something points, they're going to face the Chiefs. And I know they're home. What was even worse was watching A.J. Brown score a touchdown, who's been on my bench. And, you know, yeah. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, if you own A.J. Brown and you got him back, regardless if you started him or not, you got to be excited for that. The way Ryan Tannehill is playing, you know, it's, you might have thought last year was just a fluke and it went well, but 
this team looks for real. And Henry is the classic, you know, second half of the season is when he goes off. So if you're a Titans fan, you got to be feeling really good today. Yeah, they got through that. Uh, and I tweeted out, uh, a lot of people related to this. I have A.J. Brown in three leagues, and I didn't, I didn't have the courage to start him. You know, I just, I honestly, I was surprised the game happened. Yeah. yeah, well, like you said, it, it's that's a tough that's a tough call. It was on Tuesday. If they would have had, if anybody, even if it was like a false positive, that game would not have happened. So right. I, I I can't blame you there. Yeah, and yeah, it was like to start Traquan Smith. I was like, uh, that that maybe that, that wasn't so great, but it, it happens. AJ Brown going forward, top fifteen receiver for you. Uh you know what? I haven't looked at his rankings like that, but if he's 100% healthy, I, I think he's got to be in the conversation at least. Yeah. I mean, you're starting him. Let's, let's, let's look at Oh, him. yeah, yeah. He's, he's uh, you know, we play in the three wide receiver league, so yeah, he's definitely in my lineup. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's for sure. Julio Jones may not be in your lineup this week if you have him anywhere. Hamstring injury kept him out last week, did not practice today. Uh, wasn't able to practice at all last week. Had the setback, you know, missed a game, then tried to come back. Had the setback on the Monday night loss to the Packers. You hate seeing that. You, you just like take your time. Falcons are zero and five. I mean, they've already fired their coach. There's no, you know, there's no need to rush them back right now. There's no incentive whatsoever. Uh, absolutely not. Uh, Calvin Ridley's been a real branch. Look at, I mean, Todd Gurley's been getting the uh, touchdowns and. Putting up some points there, but I mean, Ridley's been the guy. Matt Ryan, the last couple of weeks, just really headed south. And you know, I guess if you're a Matt Ryan owner, I own him in my uh, home league. That's the only one, and it looked great the first couple of weeks, but it hasn't looked so good in the last. Uh, so, I mean, Matt Ryan is a guy you, I don't think you can just automatically say, I'm plugging and playing him anymore. So, yeah, uh, I think that's right. And I had this beautiful. Ryan Julio Ridley stack in the DraftKings best ball. And for three weeks, I'm like, yeah, it's just looking pretty good <laughs> and not so much anymore. Uh, uh, it's been tough, really tough. Yeah, it's funny how that happens. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I think they will go back to putting up some numbers. But one of the takeaways, though, is with the new coaching staff, maybe they they throw the ball less frequently. I know, you know, they, you know, Ryan was throwing 45 times a game. Uh, and that might change. They may decide that, hey, we need to grind a little bit more, cover our defense. I mean, that had to be evident early on, though. Sure. They blowing that game to the Cowboys. They should have beat the Bears. Yep. Oof. Yeah, and we, we've discussed our opinion of the Bears and their the, the, the truthiness of their 4-1 and one record, so uh, we'll see. Uh, one other injury note, Cam Newton. Uh Looks like he's, you know, estimated practice today. They didn't actually practice, but he looks like he's going to practice tomorrow. It looks like he'll return. Uh, you know, it's always dicey with uh, more COVID business here, but everything looks positive for him coming back for this Denver game. Yes, if he's out of the woods, uh, I know there's dispute if he could be reinfected or not, but I got to think is some immunability he's got in his body if he's over it. Uh, and... You know, that could be uh, going forward for them. You know, Cam's a guy I got as a backup on a couple of teams. I, you know, I just thought you had to take a shot with him. I've always been a fan. Uh, Belichick brought him in, so he usually knows how to use people. <laughs> and I, I think if you got Cam, you know, stashed away and he's one of your quarterback options, 
that's not a bad thing. Yeah, I agreed. And I do have him in a few places. I have him like four leagues. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that would, it'd be nice if he could come back. Uh, quick note from one of our sponsors, Prediction Strike is a fantasy sports stock market on which you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. Ever heard someone say, I've had stock in this player since day one? Well, now, Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility. You had stock in Patrick Mahomes' rookie year? You knew this would happen? Now it's a reality. Create a portfolio of all your favorite athletes and get closer to the game than ever before. To get started, simply visit PredictionStrike.com to create an account. Then deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players, just like you would real stocks. Each game is like an earnings report. If the player beats his projections, his stock moves up. It's that easy. You can trade your shares of players at any time as long as the player isn't currently in a game. Get started today by visiting PredictionStrike.com and sign up with code ROTOWIRE to get an additional $10 on your first deposit of $20 or more. I'm Jeff Erickson here with Matt Modica, uh, veteran, high-stakes fantasy sports player, both baseball and football. Matt and I uh, kind of had had a tussle last year in the Classic. You won the mm-hmm. regular season overall, if I recall correctly. Yes, that is correct. And uh, we finished second in the playoffs. Uh, kudos to the Hall of Famers uh, that took us down. Uh, you'll, you'll know him on uh, – Twitter as Coyote Streakers. Mike Santos, uh, you know, he's a hell of a player and his partner yep. Kirk. So shout out to them. Yeah, indeed. And you and Andy Sexton have paired up, and you've got another high flying team this year in the prime time. Uh, you're currently fourth overall in the points. Uh, you are, I noticed the top four teams are all Alvin Kamara teams. You got him at seventh, though, somehow. Yes, that was around the time with uh, trade talks and he had the back stuff going on. There was a couple of things going on and, you know, it it just I seemed to get seven in all the traps I was doing late. And he was there. Uh, No, I I think we probably had it from like one to probably nine, I, I would say. You know, I liked all the players in that range. I, I was looking more for that, you know, first half uh-huh. of it. So, you know, getting him and then pairing him up with a guy that I got to give Andy credit. He was on. He was talking him up. Uh, I, I know he's got him on a couple of other teams. At, that's Aaron Jones. You know, getting and, him that late in the second round is just oh, it's so pretty. I never <laughs> understood why he he fell so far. Uh, he didn't in my leagues. Uh, when I so my team I drafted tenth. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I took Joe Mixon ahead of him, but Jones went at two point two. I took Josh Jacobs okay. two point three instead. Uh, but I would well, have taken Jones had you know had it you know had had Jacobs been gone you know a cho- choosing between Jacobs and Jones would have been the tough call for me. Yeah, and what was great about this league is Andy's really not a guy that likes to play the prime time, even though we've had success in the past. But it was the uh, charity league that the Miz and I, f- I forget the other guy's name. I apologize. Uh, put together. Oh, yeah. uh, it was a, s- a Sunday afternoon and all that. And like I said, we started off with Kamara and Jones, and we were able to build. I mean, a, a hell of a receiving core. AJ, uh, excuse me, Calvin Ridley, DK Metcalf. Uh, you know, we got so we got a couple other guys here. We got you know. Edelman Sanders that we could put in. So, uh, oh, and and Stefan Diggs. I forgot about my boy Diggs. Yeah, I, <laughs> I knew there was somebody awesome. I was missing. He's been, I, 
and he fits in very well with uh, Josh yes. Allen. You know, it's funny. Yeah. We're like, oh, great. He got away from Cousins. Oh, it's Josh Allen. Oh, no, it turns out that's pretty good. And I think that's what Josh Allen really needed. Because I, I think this kid, I, I mean, I've always been a big Diggs fan and having him on my team. I mean, he was the only bright spot last night. Yeah. Yeah. That first drive was crazy. You know, kept on getting out of like third and 15s and, you know, they they'd <laughs> take a penalty. Okay. You know, wipe off a play. No problem. We'll make another play. You know, kept doing that. Yeah. Uh, I've noticed the top four teams in the prime time, all are Camara guys. Uh, and then seven out of the top nine. So, well, yeah, I mean, if the one thing, too, if you look at it, it's pretty much from pick five and above for the top 20. I think there's only two teams with the top pick that are in the top, say, 15. Yep. And I'm assuming they had uh, Mike Davis, you know, rostered. Yeah, they said that. Yeah, they, they were either able to pick him up or they did the uh, usual uh if they, if they did the usual, uh, you know, uh, they they just did the handcuff there too. That's probably, yeah. you're, you're probably right about that. Yeah, nobody with the second pick uh, is up there. So what did so that. what have you learned so far from this season? Uh, it's been a higher higher scoring season. Have you kind of have you have you just like taken have any grand takeaways so far from this season? No, it's just trying to have depth, and uh, I think that's. I mean, you always want to have depth and. Where you were having problems being able to get that guy, uh, like our tight end position was Hooper. I forget who else we had. We got rid of that. We were able to get Ebron. You know, somebody somebody dropped him, and we scooped him up. So now we that's looking like a better scenario. Uh-huh. Uh, our running back depth, though. That's the one spot I'm worried about. Like I said, McKissick was able to fill in last week. We're going to need him this week against the Giants. The one thing that really hurt us that we wanted, I mean, it wouldn't have mattered to this point, but going forward, I think it will play a big part, was, I don't know, it was like the ninth round, eighth, whatever it was, and we had Philip Lindsay lined up, and and the Miz took him from us, oh. and we wanted to take him, Matt Brader. <laughs> Matt Brader's been uh, non-existent. Yes, he has. So. Yes, he has. That, and that's one of the things, it's like, one of the, you know, there's been very few good fab targets. Miles Gaskin was one of those. Yes, I have him on uh, two other teams, but I do not have him on this one. I do have him on my prime. I spent about 170 in fab on him. Uh, I got him, I think, in all three NFFC leagues that I'm in, uh, which is rare, uh, roughly around the same price point too. Uh, so that that worked out. But like I'm. I got Mike Davis in lots of leagues, just not in the NFFC environment. I, you know, you have to re- train yourself to learn how to be aggressive enough to get that one difference maker in the NFFC. It's that so is hard. so true. That is that is uh, so true. And yeah, I even I had nice high aggressive bids, and I think I taped uh, taped them down a little, and I missed out. And I'm sorry. I've been sorry for that ever since. <laughs> yeah. Each week, there's been like one guy, whether it's Gaskin or Justin Jefferson, one week or Mike Davis. The Mike Davis week was big because there were multiple guys that you could go after. But mm-hmm. it was kind of like Fabageddon in baseball in 2019. Yes. There were a lot of landmines there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's. I think it was in my uh, in my RotoWire Online Championship. Uh, I mean, I'm not up at the top there, but my team's 5-0. and oh, And just looking at it earlier, like a couple of weeks back, I forget who I put the dollar on. I had Claypool for like a dollar maybe, you know, three weeks ago, a month ago, whatever it was. Right. 
And I forget who I put it was some veteran guy who hasn't done nothing who I cut the following week. And I could have had Claypool for a buck just sitting on my bench. But, you know, that's what happens. It is. It is. By the way, same guy is leading both the online and the prime time. Duke <laughs> Viveros. Uh, that, that's pretty impressive. That's damn impressive. I mean, Duke, uh, he's he's been around for a long time. And, you know, that's that's extremely impressive. It is. Shout out to him. Yeah, I, 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 that, that is that's something. That's something. I, my online teams are just eh, middle of the road, so we'll see. But uh, busy uh, week. Uh, if Chase Claypool is available in your league, or if Travis Fulgham is available in your league, how aggressive are you going to be? I mean, with, with Claypool, I would be. I would be aggressive, and here's why. I. I kind of faded Juju because I liked Deontay Johnson a lot coming into the year. Uh And Deontay Johnson was looking really good. And then they did that uh, run play inside like the 10-yard line where he just got laid out a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And then now he's got the back issue. And it just gave Claypool the opportunity. I mean, we saw some flashes early on. So, I mean – out of those three, if all three are healthy, I mean, I think Juju is pretty much touchdown dependent at this point. And I, I really want Claypool going forward. I mean, maybe he turns out not to be uh, anything, but you've seen guys like uh, Odell Beckham have insane rookie leagues. And, you know, after, you know, six weeks or so, you got to take some shots here. And you got a quarterback like Ben. You got this offense. Deontay Johnson's got a back injury. Juju, what has he got? Like the most yardage was like sixty yards on you know in a game. So I'm I'm gonna do it in my home league. We play with real money, and we have Deontay Johnson. Uh, I thought we had a really good team, but we're somehow one and four. And we we probably put I think it was sixty nine dollars real real money on him. Uh-huh. So let's see what happens out of out of, of two hundred. All right, it'll be interesting to see uh, what you get him. You know, if in like the NFFC, chances are Claypool's gone already. Yeah, Claypool is available in my prime time. But here's the problem, though: faces Baltimore this week. Yes. But I mean, I, I, what what I really don't understand with this Eagles is, okay, you know, uh, with Deshaun Jackson, you know he's old and he's always hurt. Mm-hmm. I get it. The other guy was still coming back from injuries, and the, the, uh, the Goddard goes down, and Zach Ertz does absolutely nothing. I thought he'd be like a he'd be like a beast, like right. So somebody's got to catch the ball. And I, I, I got Greg Ward for cheap a few weeks back, and sure. he's like a bench guy. You stick in, hopefully catches a touchdown and, you know, seven passes. But, you know, I don't know. Who who else is there, <laughs> really? Yeah. So, you know, if you start succeeding, he caught a touchdown pass the week before. I know it was only on, like, two or three targets. But, I mean, I don't know who else is there. Yeah, and I, here's the thing. I need a receiver. I, I, I'm looking. I'm staring down the barrel of Anthony Miller or John Brown starting for me this week. I mean, I just I, and and John Brown's an if right. You know, it's a big if, and it's Monday night. It's like, do I I want to wait it out and then he doesn't play? That that's the disaster. I can't have that. I, so my current options are Brown, uh, James Washington, uh, or or uh, or John or Anthony Miller. And Anthony Miller, he's a devalued stock. Can't use him really. So, 
I may be forced to go aggressively. And fortunately, I, by the time this gets posted, most of my league mates will not be listening to this anyhow, probably. But in case they are, they won't have enough time to react to it and try to block me. But uh, that that's one where I'm probably I'm really uh, looking to see what I can do. I mean, this is this is well, my this is my tough week. Just uh, like you said, just but see, here, here's the important thing to me and what people should be. You got uh, Kamara on a bye, right? I don't have and, Kamara. I'm the I'm okay. the one. I don't. I'm the only one in the top five that doesn't have okay, Kamara. Okay, but I, I mean, tenth. like, if you had say Kamara, like, and you needed that receiver or whatever, like, you don't have uh, J- Jacobs this week. Excuse me. You you need to fill that spot and get some points. And, you know, a guy coming off 13 uh, targets, but really nobody else out there right. on that team, you got to, you know, you got to keep it going. Like my goal, like I tell Andy every week, where our goal is we talk, we want to try and hit that 170, at least get 170, you know, so you can stay up top. You want to try and stay up. I mean, we got 180 and I was like ecstatic and we almost benched Diggs. But I was like, you know what? Let's just roll out with Diggs. You know, right. our other options weren't really great. And I said, if if they don't play, they don't play. But at least we got a shot, and it worked out. And put up, you know, he put up a nice twenty spot. Indeed, that's always beautiful when that happens. So I'm looking at Fulgham or Randall Cobb, or Curtis Samuel, who's got injuries again. He sat out practice today. So Amendola against the Jacksonville Jaguars might be a sneaky, interesting play. Stafford loves to hit him on third down. Jacksonville can't defend very well, and they, it, that whatever resources they have are going to dedicate towards Galladay and uh, uh, Galladay and Marvin Jones. That he might be my Huckleberry this week. We'll see. Yep, or I, mean, I might be overthinking it. It's it's you know it's going to be something where you're going to you know, hopefully get the best option you got and say a little prayer. <laughs> you get like you know you get those double digits at him right. Um, so yeah, sometimes you have to dig deep uh, to find any help. But yeah, Fulgham, Fulgham is a leader in the clubhouse. Do you find yourself when here, here's one of the traps I find myself in sometimes is I find a couple teams of my teams are off to better starts. I spend a lot of time obsessing about them when I should be spending more time trying to fix the teams that aren't really dead yet, but need some help. Yeah, no, I mean I'm always gonna tend to the teams that are doing well, but. That's the thing. This is why I love playing fantasy football on the NFFC. No matter where, if you play it on the Rotowire online, you you know, or or you play the the higher stake leagues, is they're basically points leagues. So you could be, you know, two and three or one and four, but you know, I mean, you could put up one hundred and sixty points and still lose. So. You're still involved, and it's just you want to just keep getting better or keep it rolling. So I think it's such a better way to play fantasy football. Oh, I agree. Uh, so that keeps you in. So I'm not really looking at records. I'm looking at, you know what? I had A.J. Brown. He hasn't been in my lineup. Or say I had A.J. Brown and I had Philip Lindsay that I basically haven't played all year. And I'm in, you know, I got the six most points. Okay, we still got, what, eight eight more games in the regular season or so. So, you know, there's, I can still make moves, you know, I don't have to be the number one guy, but you know, I could be number two or I could be that third guy to get into the dance as well. You're looking at the overall and playing that. I, I just think that makes it such a much more fun and competitive game. Agreed. Keep grinding. Keep Mac, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, just keep plugging in, get through your tough weeks. 
This will be my toughest week. No Russell Wilson, no DK Metcalf, yeah. no Jacobs. It, this is going to be ugly. If I, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not like happy about having no DK. <laughs> no DK is going to hurt. But, yeah, uh. yeah he, he's definitely been – I think that's another common, commonly a rostered guy among the top teams. I would not be surprised. Yeah, I have to say him and – I mean, I got to think the Russell Wilson teams are up there. I mean, I got—I either have Kyler Murray or Pat Mahomes as my quarterback in the NFFC. Uh, I only did a few leagues, but it's, I think, three to two uh, Murray Mahomes. <laughs> so those are the guys. I, would, I wouldn't mind Wilson neither. I, you know, he was in that he was in that group. It's it's a shame if you had Dak. I mean, I, I feel bad for Dak on a on a personal level. Right with that contract and stuff and you know, you don't want to see somebody get hurt in uh, in that situation. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like investing in those mid tier quarterbacks was a sweet spot this year. You get, you get Russell mm-hmm. Wilson in the sixth round, you get Dak in the fifth or Kyler Murray in the fifth or sixth. It, it's, it's, you know, sometimes I'm pretty adamant about waiting on quarterbacks and it's worked for me. We all got Lamar late last year. We got Mahomes late the year before, but the sweet spot was the, the three to six range this year. Mm-hmm. That, oh, that it has. But uh, I still think Mahomes is going to do some serious damage as the oh, yeah. as the season progresses. I, I'm just hoping that they get the uh, kid involved in in the passing game. You know, uh, Edwards Hilaire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I right, same here. All right. Uh, quick other note before we move on: Are you dominating your fantasy football league like Matt Modica is? Well, now there's another game you need to play. Imagine fantasy, but for horse racing. Stable Duel is live with daily contests offering thousands of dollars to be won each week. Download the Stable Duel app, create your account, and start selecting your horses today. Compete against other players for winner's circle glory and big money prizes. New to racing? Not to worry. Stable Duel is simple and fun with low-level entries and big payouts. Name your stable, select 10 horses within your bankroll, and watch each horse accumulate points depending on where they finish. Invite friends to compete against and show them who dominates at all sports, including the Sport of Kings. Download the Stable Duel app and build your stable today. Get in on the action of Stable Duel. Play. Race. Win. Matt, do you play the ponies at all? Uh, No, I've gone to the track a couple of times, and uh, I, I find that fun. Yeah. I think one of the derby days, me and my friend left. We got home, and his uh, father called me. He was like, no, you won money. So we had to drive back and, Good problem and, to have. and cash those tickets. <laughs> so we didn't even know we won. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, 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 go to, I live 10 minutes from Santa Anita, so it's a beautiful track. Okay. We'll go like once every yeah. other year. Uh, but I don't really know a whole lot there. But yeah, and that was the last time I went. It was I was in Cal- I was living in uh, L.A. at the time. So you lived out here. When did you live out here? I've lived out there from say 2006 to 2010 ish, 2011. I was right. I was right in Hollywood. Okay. On uh, Cherokee and Franklin. Okay. You know, I was at that time. I was working in the movie industry and stuff, so it was a perfect location. I was in Burbank all the time, and so nice. it wasn't a bad commute, like three miles. Not bad at all. <laughs> Not, not bad at all. Very cool. Uh, I am not – do not know the uh, Beverly Hills area, the Hollywood area very well at all, but that's okay. I'm like the – you know, 
one person that moved out here wasn't intending to be in the business whatsoever. So right, um, that's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that though, too. <laughs> uh, I will say though, if you have a do like, oh, you want to get away for a night or two, and you don't want to leave the, you don't want to leave there. The Beverly Hills Hotel is probably my favorite hotel of, of all time. Before I moved there, I used to say, it's yeah. it's a fantastic thing you and the wife would like. <laughs> Maybe a good get weekend getaway. We should do that at some point. Uh, let's look a little bit at this week. Uh, some interesting matchups. We mentioned Tampa Bay Green Bay a little bit. What do you expect to happen in this game? I'm, I'm going to go. I mean, I don't think, you know, t- Tamper, I don't think it's gelled yet. And I, and I think I, I think we saw what Rodgers could do. I, I know the Saints aren't at, you know, full strength and all that. He went on the road. I, I'm going to keep my money on Rodgers here. Uh, I, I think they get it done. I, I know it's going on the road again. I think it's a tight game, but I think Bay pulls it out. All right. Um, I, I could see that happening. Uh, how about a, a couple other games? It's not as loaded of a slate as, as we've seen in other weeks. This is kind of one of those down weeks when that's, that, that's, that's your big, uh, battle. Uh, Baltimore <laughs> Philly is an interesting one. Uh, just honestly, the Ravens looked, looked a little off against my Bengals offensively, defensively, like phenomenal, but you know, Lamar Jackson dealt with an illness and a sore knee last week. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they purposefully were kind of like, throttling him down a little bit this week. Do you get that impression? Yeah, I, I think this is a great matchup for the Ravens, and uh, I think they're going to steamroll the Eagles here. I think if you saw what, what, what Claypool was able to do, I, I think Hollywood Brown, you've seen it the last couple of weeks, the yep. targets have been increasing and all that, and the air yards and everything. And I, if you if you own Hollywood Brown, you're very excited for for this weekend so but the one thing i i you know it's if like i got jk dobbins in a couple uh, i don't how to put him in and he gets that eight to ten points when you know when you got that buy or something you had to sh- shove somebody in but i would love to see that kid get a bigger role i was just gonna say that's been one of the more frustrating running back situations this year it's a three-headed monster kind of like the rams Except at least the Rams have had a couple guys produce. It's just probably can you time the market okay on them? But yeah, uh, you know, right now it's hard to start any Ravens running back with a whole lot of confidence. No, they're like flex plays or you know bye week. Uh, you know, yep. it's it said it's three headed monster. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough and trying to rank them like I do my rankings every week. Ugh. I, I, you know, you can't have any of them over twenty five or so. You know, Ingram, wait, that's. It's not entirely true. What did I have Ingram at this week? Uh, yeah, this is great podcasting right here. Just me looking things up. Twenty four. That was close. Uh, so that, that that that's that's one that's going to be a little frustrating. Houston, Tennessee. We already talked about the Tennessee side of things. How about Houston though? New coach, uh, at least interim coach, and Romeo Cornell. They p- played pretty well, though. Jacksonville kind of self immolated as well at times in that game that made the, the margin a lot wider than it probably should have been, but. It's, it's they're kind of freed from the Bill O'Brien weight around their neck. What do you expect out of this game? I mean, the Titans got to be feeling good with a Monday night victory. I mean, you got Watson, the Watson to Fuller uh, connection. I mean, as long as Will Fuller can stay healthy, he's going to put up points every week. You know, he's going to make those catches. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they they have an array of receivers. You know, David Johnson, he isn't what he was, and he's maybe he's not the, the crap he was last year. 
So, but I, I just think Tennessee overall is just a better team. Uh, yeah. You know, and I think you're starting to get, you know, you get a guy like Brown back and stuff and another week of Henry to start beating on people. I like the trajectory they're going. Oh, yeah. I think Henry's going to have a day. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Um, Brandon Cooks had a big game last week on everybody's benches. Uh, <laughs> do, do you dare start him if you have him anywhere? I mean, like you said, it, if you got the, uh, you know, bye weeks and stuff, injuries, I see a lot of people having a plan. I, I've gotten some questions from my friends in in, in my home league and in their other leagues. And, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I got, I got guys like Jerry Judy in my lineup this week and stuff. Yeah, yeah I can see it. I don't love the matchup against the Pats, but I can see it. Judy, mm-hmm. all it takes is one play. That's the thing. Exactly. Like, you know, you get open, hopefully Gilmore doesn't play. Right. Right. And that's just the thing, too. You don't know if he's going to be able to go. It looks like Cam will, but, you know, we'll see. It's, it's tough. Uh, Last one I wanted to bring up, Pittsburgh-Cleveland. Two teams that are uh, one 4-0 and team and another one that's 4-1. Uh, yet I still think Pittsburgh rolls in this one. Uh, tell me I'm wrong. I'm, I'm kind of with you. I mean, look, I'll root for the Browns because, you know, Cleveland's been Cleveland for so long. But I, I think the Steelers are going to punch him in the mouth again when, when, when our push comes to shove here, and the ascension of maybe this kid Claypool here. Uh, no, the Browns have played very well. I, I think it's they're going to get punched in the mouth. I do think the Browns will put up a, a better fight than they have. So yeah, that's a, I, I you know and the thing is, in this, Mayfield's in this banged up. I'd like to see them with Chubb in this one. I think it, it changes things. They can't yes. push back as well. They have to dance around a little bit more. Um, you know, and I, you know, I've got Beckham in my primetime league, and you know, I, I'm not. I got to roll with him. I mean, I'm never benching him anyhow, but I'm not loving this matchup. That's for sure. Yeah, no, and you, you said the uh, shoulder. I mean. That combination of Chubb and Hunt is just <laughs> when you know it's, it's unfortunate for you know the uh, Chubb owners and for the Cleveland Browns, but that is that is a nice uh, one-two combo. It certainly is. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you're looking forward to this week? Any other matchup you're like, oh, I'm looking forward to this one. I, I imagine you're a Kyler Murray guy. You got to be loving the Dallas game. Yeah, I'm gonna you know be looking for that in that game. I'm gonna see if you know Andy Dalton. You'd know better. But I always remember he kind of liked the tight end in the red zone. Uh-huh. So I'm hoping, you know, Dalton Schultz can get some love there. Yeah. <laughs> so that game I'll be, I'll be definitely uh, keyed in on. I'm feeling uh, Chris Berman doing his Schultz impersonation from Hogan's Fury <laughs> right now. I can feel that coming. But all right. Yeah, that's really, I mean, it's not too, like you said, not too great of a week. Uh, I, I, I guess the Rams 49ers is a game I still want to pay attention to and you know, see what happens there. Cause right. it's, it's a big game for the Niners. Uh, you know, Rams could go five and one Niners drop to two and four. That's going to, you know, with Seattle in that division, that's going to be tough. Put them in a really bad spot. Uh, mm-hmm. got one question from the draft champions, po- from draft champions podcast Asked rank the following in confidence to start, uh, for the rest of the season. The three Pittsburgh receivers and T. Higgins. How would you? And I'm assuming he's not including James Washington in that. So we'll go uh, Juju, Claypool, Deontay, and T. Higgins. Rank those four. 
Uh, I mean, Juju, I really, like I said, I wasn't on. If Deontay Johnson was 100%, I, I really like him. Uh, Deontay Johnson at 100%, I, I would put it one. Uh, I mean, I, I, Juju's going to be like three or four for me. It's who do I put two and three is, right. is really going to be the question. It, it, it's going to be telling how how uh, and if Claypool can ascend here. I'm kind of you know willing to bet bet on that it, it might come. So uh, Higgins is probably third because he's got the rookie quarterback. I just really I think Juju's touchdown dependent right now. I think the other I thought Deontay was better than him to, to begin with. Uh, if you look at the targets and stuff, you put Higgins and Juju up in targets, you, you, they're looking kind of similar. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and degree of confidence is the problem. I don't have a degree of confidence in any of these. Any of these really on a given yeah. week. That's the problem. But. Uh, yeah, no, I don't have the confidence, but I would like to be sitting with, I, I'd put it this way. I'd feel more confident with the other three than Juju. And that's something I can't believe I'm saying, even though, I, you know, even if I was fading going into the year, right? I still can't believe that, you know, six weeks in. Somehow I don't have them in any of my 12 or 13 leagues. Uh, really? just, I forget the exact, I think it's actually, but, uh, <laughs> I don't have them. So I don't have that angst, that existential angst about him. I just have it when I rank him. That's about it. Now watch Juju's going to go out and score like four touchdowns this week. Put him 200 yards. Oh, yeah. there, there will, he will have one of those games at some point. Yeah. And it'll probably be when I'm playing him in more, the most of my leagues. Uh, but you know, that's, that's actually almost a lead, site, lead uh, pipe cinch. Uh, but, uh, you know, that happens. I got kittled a couple of weeks ago. It's like, yeah, I have kittled in a couple of leagues, but I, I was up against him in many more. Uh I was up against the Burkhead week in a couple of leagues. That was fun. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy how things shit. Look at the Seattle game the last two minutes. Yep. In my home league, we had this thing wrapped up, it looked like. And then uh, he had Wilson and Metcalf, and, and we wound up losing by like a point. It was well, crazy. I benefited more than I got hurt by that. So that's. Oh, yeah, no, I was happy about the big because okay. in, in my bigger money leagues, <laughs> I got him yeah. in like three spots. So I was like, yeah, I'll take it. And it's funny, though. It's like when you play in a lot of leagues, you kind of have to go with the, the portfolio approach. Like, okay, well, I have them more than I don't. Uh, so I'll take I'll take the losses where I was unlucky to go against them in that particular league. Yeah, I mean, it's like buying a stock. If you spend, you know, if you buy a $100 stock, it's got a lot. Well, uh, it can go down a lot for, you know. As opposed to that fifteen dollars stock. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot more pain that could happen. For sure. All right, that's gonna wrap up today's show. Uh, Matt, thank you so much for joining me. This was a lot of fun. Oh, this was great. Thanks a lot. Uh, like I said, sorry to get to see you in uh Arizona, but looking forward to seeing you in Vegas. Sounds like a plan. All right, uh please subscribe, rate and review the podcast. It does mean a ton for us. Coming up tomorrow, got John McKechnie, got uh I is it John? It's, and John and Mario are hosting, as always, on Thursday. Thanks again for listening to Rotowire. Have a great day. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, 
we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.